Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and we're talking about proof assistance. And today, I want to talk about a tool called MetaMath. Oh man, I'm really intrigued about MetaMath. And uh, <laughs> I've got a couple of reasons to be intrigued, and I want, to, I want to tell you more about it. So MetaMath, I think if you asked computer scientists in the United States, many about, you know, is that on their list of their improvers? They would probably not be aware of it, I think. I, I don't know. I, many, many probably wouldn't. Caulk, like Caulk, for example, if you're working in programming languages today, everybody knows Caulk, and lots of people use Caulk for stuff. Um, but I, I'd hazard a guess that very few people would know about MetaMath, and that is a shame because it is, uh, I'm really impressed, and I want to tell you why. Now, for one thing that's interesting about it right from the start is <laughs> there are, Contri um, significant contributions by Mario Carnero, and I'm really sorry. Sorry if you know Mario, or if you're listening, to Mario. I'm sorry for saying your name wrong um, when I was talking about Lean, where Mario also has this totally awesome contribution of describing the type theory of Lean. But lo and behold, I'm browsing. I was trying to decide what proof assistant to talk about, and I wanted to learn more about one that I didn't know about personally. And so I was kind of looking around. I scratched my head about this one, that one, and I was kind of like, oh, let's check out this MetaMath thing. I like the name. MetaMath is cool. That's a cool name. Um, and lo and behold, I'm browsing through and it's kind of like, oh, this and this, thanks to Mario Canero for this kind of, whoa. <laughs> so I was just, it was just neat to see somebody involved in several different theorem proving communities. That was already striking my interest. Um, and also it made me think, well, this guy has done some awesome stuff in Lean. And so if he thinks MetaMath is worth his attention, then I, that's interesting to me. So anyway, so um, I also found some pretty cool resources. There's a, uh, I went to the MetaMath Google group, which is active, and people are asking questions and stuff like that, um, and talking about things. And there was a link there somewhere to a, a interview between Stephen Wolfram, Mr. Mathematica, who I actually had dinner with in St. Louis a zillion years ago. I'm sure he would never remember me from a smudge in the road, but um, and uh, and Mario Canero, oh my gosh, and. Uh, um, and the inventor of MetaMath named Norman McGill, I hope I'm saying his name right, who sadly passed away just a year ago or so, recently. Um, so, uh, and anyway, so I didn't watch this whole, I think it's over an hour, maybe an hour and a half interview back and forth between Stephen Wolfram and Norman McGill and Mario's as well. So, um, but I wanted to just see a little bit about this person, Norman McGill, who I'd never heard of, um, sad to say. And... Uh, and I just, you know, as I was trying to learn more about MetaMath, I mean, this, it was clear that this is sort of the, this person seems to be, and apologies if I'm misunderstanding this, looked like it was sort of the driving force and really kind of main creator, like this was sort of his brainchild. And so um, that leads me right away into one thing I found very interesting and nice about the system. It already, just my first explorations, it seemed like there was a very coherent view of how the tool is set up, how it works. Um, it, it's, you know, I mean, great works of art, right? I mean, when you go, if you go to Florence or something and go stroll galleries, I mean, great works of art are done by a sole artist, you know? And so, and, and you know, in today's modern era, building really big, complicated things, um, you know, it's not like a backhoe loader is the <laughs> creation of a sole artist. Or, you know, a hypersonic missile or whatever, you know, technology. It's not like there's one, generally there's not one 
person who's sort of really hands-on responsible for the creation of the entirety of a complex artifact, right? But there's still, um, I think there's still a really important role for soul creation or really that there's this person who's got a vision because the problem is executing something really challenging and tricky and difficult, right? There's a big design space to explore. Take like this thing we're talking about, proof assistants or theorem provers, um, interactive theorem provers. There's a lot, uh, there's a lot of different ideas you could try out and two or three different people are going to have a, you know, a small handful of ideas that they want to try out. And if we all try out our ideas kind of at the same time, there's a, it's going to be hard to harmonize that. And no offense to Calk, which I'm actively programming and using on a daily basis and getting lots and lots of value from, but Calk is not at present the brainchild of one person. There's a number of people who worked on it over a number of years, and there's, um, it has the feel of something that's gotten, there's just lots of bits and pieces and parts. It's complicated, it's big, it feels unwieldy. Um, Metamath uh, is, feels much more um, you know, kind of elegantly crafted. You can disagree with the person's choices, just like you might go to an art gallery and be kind of like, Ugh, I cannot stand Klee, or oh, you know, no more of whoever. Uh, but still, it's a single sort of vision that's been executed. And clearly, that's here too. Um, so things I really, so Metamath builds itself as kind of a metalogical tool. It doesn't come with any, um, the tool itself doesn't have a logic built in that it supports. It's just trying to support really primitive operations for, um, I'd, I'd, I'd have to dig a little more to, to know if it's got any sort of hidden logical commitments in how it handles various syntactic operations. I mean, that would be the kind of question that, you know, <laughs> um, if you wanted to kind of poke out a little bit, you'd be curious. But it's a trying to be kind of a logical framework um, where you can do things like, you know, write down a bunch of axioms and do deductions from those axioms. Uh, if you want to have the axioms have notions of sort of things need to be typed or well-formed or something, uh, then it, those are also things you need to define in a sort of axiomatic way. Um, and, uh, the, the, la the language, the setup has a little bit of an old school feel in some ways that, kind of the um, the focus, there's like clearly the person who, Norman McGill, who designed it, it, to me it seems like he's definitely inspired by classic treatments of logic. Um, so thinking about well-formed formulas and stuff like that, uh, you know, which is cool. And uh, all, it's okay, so anyway, MetaMath, it's trying to let you, you basically write down a bunch of rules in some um, somewhat primitive, but pretty nice. I felt like pretty intuitive and compact syntax. And then you do, can do deductions with those. And uh, one big focus is just on being able to check, efficiently check these sort of proofs and sort of sequences of applications of rules. And um, But there is some kind of interactive interactivity to it as well. So there's some kind of... Um, you, you interact with the tool, it seems. I mean, there, there's actually seems to be a fair amount of community contribution of alternative proof checkers or different interfaces for editing proofs. But the core MetaMath tool um, has a command line interface. And it's actually, 
it, that feels old school too, but old school in a kind of a neat way. I mean, do you use bash or even do you write, do you, do you use it as a shell? I mean, I certainly do. And sitting here and interacting with the tool with the shell with little commands is, you know, pretty cool. And it, I don't know, it, it's, again, it's a very consistent vision. So I can have these little commands I can execute. I get very nice, very compact, very precise information back from the tool. Um, so I have the ability to explore my proofs. So I write down a proof and I can really explore a lot about what's the details of that proof, which is something I think is really important. I mean, definitely in, in type theory, I feel that that is, um, is really important and something that you sadly don't have in lots of tools. Lots of tools don't really give you the ability to, for example, get typing or inference information at every sub-expression of a big term. Um, but MetaMath is trying to be able to give you lots and lots of detailed information kind of on demand through this command line interface. I personally would like to see an Emacs interface where I can use just keystrokes to navigate around and see that kind of information. But typing in little commands and getting similar quality of information, that's, that's pretty cool to me. Um, another thing I really, really enjoyed about the MetaMath experience was the quality of the new user inter uh, experience. And the, first of all, the MetaMath um, webpage provides a MetaMath book written by the author of the system, Norman McGill, and with contributions also apparently by another big contributor, David Wheeler. And um, the book is pleasant to read. It's rather discursive. It kind of, and it's, it's clearly intended for people who have never even, never seen formal proof before, maybe not even that familiar with detailed paper proofs. And so the book goes through a very nice, gentle style of introduction um, a lot of background text just talking about formal proofs and stuff like that. I didn't read through all that, but I enjoyed what I read so far. Um, and then I came to wanting to do a demo. This sort of, he's, the, the author Norman has sort of explained kind of, all right, this is some of the ideas of how MetaMath is going to work. And it's like, all right, now we're going to step through and do a demo. We're going to prove transitivity of equality and some really simple um, theory that has a couple, just two axioms that together imply reflexivity, but it doesn't, they're not directly giving you reflexivity. And so then he walks through this MetaMath um, source code for how you would do this proof. And he says, okay, now you fire up MetaMath, then you try it. I was kind of, all right, I think I'm going to do that. So I go to download MetaMath and yep, there is a tarball. I go and download it. I open up on my computer. It just says, run this command, run gcc star.c-o MetaMath. I run that. In one second, it instantly finishes, and it's done. So in other words, I installed the tool from just downloading a thing and running one compilation with GCC. And that was it. The tool is written in about 48,000 lines of C, which is a little bit of an alarming software engineering experience for those of us who are used to programming in Haskell or whatever. Uh, but on the other hand, again, the installation experience, unbelievably great. I just download this thing. I run GCC, which exists on pretty much any computer. Maybe Perl Windows, you know, has to do a little more work to have a GCC, but just run a C compiler. And, you know, and C doesn't change very much. I mean, there's, or if there's stuff that people are doing in the world of C development, which I don't know, um, it's definitely going to be ensuring that it's backward compatible. So this piece of code that I just downloaded compiles now and imagine it will compile 10 years from now, and it probably compiled 10 years ago. So it's really, really stable. 
Um, contrast that with the nightmare experience of <laughs> installing tooling, you know, written in Haskell or something where, you know, if you're told like, oh, we're using this and this and this and this and this. So now if it doesn't work with this old version of GHC, please make sure you have this version of GHC, you know. And so, right, I mean, downloading and installing some software can be uh, a lot more complicated than this was. This was dirt easy. Um, I pulled up the demo file and I looked at it and I opened it with the tool. The demo file was exactly the demo file that was in the book. It was exactly the same. And I opened it up and I had exactly the same interactions with MetaMath on this file that the book describes. The book said, this is what will happen if you type this. And I typed it and that's exactly what happened. This was a very <laughs> reassuring experience. And, and, you know, when we have complicated tools that have lots of moving parts, like Calk, Cox documentation, I've already complained about before. It's really extensive and all, but I find it hard to use and, and, and manage. And it's, it has like too much detail on some things like the exact syntax of everything and not enough detail on kind of how stuff is supposed to be used or working sometimes. And, you know, so I think these issues I've commented before, I think are really important in designing one of these tools because these are very complex pieces of software. This is really a complex task that you're trying to help somebody you know, perform. And so I think what I saw from MetaMath, I really like what I was seeing about this so far. Um, okay, well, that's me going on and lavishing praise on this tool. Um, I'm going to have another episode because I want to get a little more into it and see a little bit more about it. I did, as I said, try out the tool with very positive experience. Also, it's, again, this sort of, like, unified vision of the implementer. It's, like, everything felt very crisp and precise. It's, like, you have these commands, you ask for this, you get exactly this information back in a compact, understandable form into this little um, command line interface. So, anyway, um, pretty awesome stuff for MetaMath. Uh, yeah, so I'll check it out a little bit more and talk to you guys about it the next time. You can go to, oh, just search for MetaMath, and they have a web page, and they got a lot of different resources on there. And again, there's an active community that, the, the, you know, we all have to, I think anyone who's a fan of MetaMath has to hope that the vision of Norman McGill can still live on um, despite his passing away. Okay. Thanks a lot for listening. I hope you're well wherever you are. Drop me an email anytime you want. Uh, it's always nice to hear from listeners. Take care.